I guess I'm sort of ready. What does sort of ready mean? I mean, this is the hardest topic I think you've ever picked. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I hope you found some some gems, some things you're passionate about. I'll go over my methodology Okay, <laughs> just a second. Okay. Well, I, first off, I just wanted to um, say thank you for pausing the new Lights album in order to record this. I know that was probably really difficult for you. And just uh, on behalf of myself and the listeners, I just want you to know that your sacrifice is seen, it is acknowledged, and it is appreciated. Thank you. Hello, I'm Erin. And I'm Jacob. And welcome to Hits Don't Lie, where two best friends are you ever pop music. At the end of each episode, one of us surprises the other with a theme. We both go off and make our own list for that theme. Then we come together to fight it out to pick the top five best songs. And this week, I picked what I think we both agree is probably our hardest topic yet. And it is almost award-winning songs. So songs that were nominated for an award, such as a Grammy or a Brit or something but did not win it. And I said last week, bonus points go to if we both agree that the song should have won over what did win. Right. And now, Erin, are you mad at me for this topic? I'm bewildered. I, did you, (laughs) why, (laughs) did you come up with this topic because you already saw a few things that you learned didn't win? No. Okay, so what, how did you come up with this torturously difficult topic? I mean, who knows how it just popped into my brain, but it just did. And I've just been kind of obsessing over the challenge for probably a couple months now. I did not do any pre-research before saying what that topic was. So I'm with you on, you know, the mad dash to find these in the past couple weeks. So don't think that I had something, you know, in my bag waiting. I just came up with the idea and thought it would be a good challenge for us. We've had some easy topics in the past, and I wanted to see how difficult it could get here. Okay, so you were going through the challenge too. You didn't already have some brilliant ideas and base a show around it. Like, that is what I had assumed. No, 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 no. I'm there with you in the trenches for this one. Well, so last episode at the end of Best Samples, when you announced this topic, I said, I think I'm going to have to go through this backwards. I think I'm going to have to pick some of my favorite songs and find out if they were nominated for anything. Uh And I did end up doing that. I have a playlist. I've got playlists. I've got lots of playlists, okay? I think I've mentioned before that on Spotify, I have my liked songs, which is two or 3,000 songs. And then I have my ultimate favorite songs, which is about six or 700 songs. And then I have favorite songs of all time ever, which is about 300 songs. So what I did, I shuffled through, I put that last favorite songs of all time playlist on for a good half hour to an hour and got inspiration Mm -hmm. from that. And I made a decent little list here. I like that. I like that you really went from just songs you love to and then see if they got uh, snubbed in any way. Yeah, I still had to do some digging. Well, I went the opposite direction. I have been... Okay. <laughs> I've had so many tabs open of oh, no. Wikipedia articles 
looking through different types of awards and going through the histories. I feel like a librarian. I feel like a historian this week, just scrolling through, trying to find something that speaks to me, something that really made me say, how in the world did this song not win? Right. And I think I found them. Okay, that's good. I found myself doing the same thing because after I went through each song and found out what it was nominated for, then that would take me sort of down a rabbit hole into that particular award show that year. Then I'd start getting into reading the nominations and winners of that particular award show of that year. Mm -hmm. So I changed some of mine, but we're here. We're here. (laughs) So are you mad at me at the end of all of this? Or did you have a little fun doing this? (laughs) I'm not too mad about it. I will be mad if it ends up that all of this hours upon hours of research has brought you to have four incredible killer songs (laughs) that I never thought of. Then I will be, yes. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Because mine's just a little grab bag here. And listeners, you know, if you listen to this and can think of anything else, please at me or at us at His Don't Lie Pod online. Help us out. What did we forget? (laughs) A sad piece of pop music news this week. Unfortunately, um, we've just learned couple days before this recording that Paul from S Club 7 has passed away and he was only in his 40s. He was only like 45, 46. It's really sad. So we're thinking of all the S Club fans out there and those close to him. And apparently they were supposed to be, the group was supposed to be reuniting coming up this summer. So I know that must be especially hard for them because they were probably spending a lot more time together and planning and everything. Yeah, I can't imagine that. I think I did see news that uh, the plans for a reunion tour are still going on. Of course, it will be basically a tribute tour to Paul and his life and what he's given pop music. Because, I mean, speaking just for the two of us, S Club 7 was such a huge moment for us growing up. I know. It's really disappointing. And it's just sad all around. So... Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there for the pop fans, for the S Club 7 fans. We are really sad to hear that news. Yep, but, um, you know, we are going to continue celebrating pop music, loving pop music. So let's get on and talk about some music that can lift our spirits a little bit, maybe. Well, you go first since you're the expert and the king of this topic. What is your first choice for a song that almost won an award but didn't? Okay, okay. Are you ready for this, Erin? I'm I'm not even going to say, you know what? For the listeners, I'm not even going to say what it is. I'm just going to put the intro right here. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> what a song. What a song of that year. <laughs> Can we say what one of the this? most iconic piano riffs in history? Yes. Right? 
I you could go up to anyone around our age and just go and they would they would instantly be transported, right? Yes. So this was nominated for 2003 Record of the Year at the Grammys. It was also nominated for Song of the Year and Best Instrumental. Lost all of them somehow, Erin. It lost Record of the Year and I believe also Song of the Year to Nora Jones' Don't Know Why. Mm, Good song, though. Good song. Good song, though. But if we're talking longevity, if we're talking historical importance... This song outweighs Don't Know Why. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say it. <laughs> now, you don't have to throw Don't Know Why under the bus like that. I'm not but throwing this it under song the bus. I'm just saying dominated, this one didn't is it? it. What year was it? This came out on Be Not Nobody, her 2002 debut album, I believe. And I bought it. I think you were with me when I bought it. <laughs> We went to see one of those movies like The Ring or The Grudge in a mall that's an hour the away Ring. from us. And oh, I yes. saw I picked up this album like on that same trip. We were in high school and I loved it. How could you not? It's just pop perfection. It is singer, songwriter, piano perfection. She's so talented. It, have we even said Vanessa Carlton? I'm sorry. We didn't even really say the song. <laughs> It's Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles. You all know who we're talking about. Did we really not say it? I think we didn't say it. (laughs) Just because I got too excited about just putting that piano riff in. Well, anyway, Vanessa Carlton, so talented. This song still is amazing. I don't feel that it's aged at all. It is timeless because of that piano riff. Iconic music video. Iconic. She's playing the piano on, we assume, like a flatbed trailer that's being driven all over the city. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's simple. It's effective. It's gorgeous. Okay, hold on. Shakira reference. Can you please, in the music video, go to around two minutes and 20 seconds, and there's this green screen moment? I assume it's green screen, where she's on the beach and horses are running by in the sand, and it's a total Shakira whenever, wherever <laughs> moment. It really is. It really is. They filmed both videos that day on this beach, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I like I said, Nora Jones, don't know why, great song. But this song, I think should have won Record of the Year 2003. Nice. Never would have thought that you'd pick Vanessa Carlton, but here we are. But here we are. Okay. Let's see. I've, I've still got 30 tabs open, so I've really got to wade through here. <laughs> <laughs> In the year 2010, one of our faves, Kelly Rowland, was sort of doing her little crossover where she's Dance Kelly. One of the high moments from Dance Kelly's era is when love takes over. Oh, yes. I love this song, Erin. I know. So this song was 
nominated at the 52nd Grammy Awards for Best Dance Recording, along with Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas, Celebration by Madonna was nominated, Womanizer by Britney Spears was nominated, but ultimately Poker Face by Lady Gaga won, which is another strong song. Okay, it is a very strong song. (laughs) Still can't forget about When Love Takes Over. Cannot. This I miss Dance, Dance Kelly. Kelly. Yes, I was just about to say, I miss Dance Kelly. I was obsessed with it. Her voice just has that perfect sort of singing over a house track element yes. to it. You know what I mean? I, I wish she would give us another dance album. This is actually David Guetta featuring Kelly Rowland. And right. I actually think he's great. Imagine if they did another just like 12 track project together. Yeah. I just think looking back at his catalog of top singles, he's done some of my favorite songs before in the past. So mm-hmm, shout out to mm-hmm. him. I actually had my pick of several David Guetta songs that were nominated but didn't win, but couldn't forget Kelly. Justice for David Guetta. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's won plenty of stuff too, but just Probably. this song, Lost to Poker Face. I can see that. I think I would still give it to Poker Face at the end of the day, maybe, but- Yes. Oh, do I love this song. Yes, but that's not the name of the topic now, is it? I know, it? but bonus points, you know. I said bonus points. Okay, what's next? That's it? That's all you want to say about this song? What do you want me to say? <laughs> no, I love it. Can we just live in the moment? Can we Dance just live in Kelly. the moment of this song for a second? You're just saying that because you're still listening to this song while we talk. Yes, yes. And you don't want to turn it off. <laughs> yes. Okay, fine. Uh, It just brings back so many memories of going out partying. Okay, you want my next pick? I'll give you my next pick, Erin. Okay, ready. Now, we've tried to not bring her up every episode, but I have to talk about Kylie Minogue in this episode, Okay, okay? Tell me, tell me. While we are in the dance category, I think it is appropriate for us to talk about this song, which was nominated for 2006 best dance recording and of course it is i believe in you by the kylie minogue Mm. wait what award show grammys sorry grammys 2006 best dance recording I have such a soft spot for this song. It's just gorgeous. I really do too. It is so gorgeous. It was written by Kylie and then Jake Shears and Baby Daddy of Scissor Sisters. And it is just this both. <laughs> I forgot of... that there was a character named Baby Daddy in this. Baby Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and it is anyway. both just this is kind of like dreamy, Eurodancey track that is just beautiful, but also danceable sort of at the same time it's a magical track in my mind songs that could be a ballad but they're a dance song instead are like my number one category of songs (gasps) that's perfect i mean you could define my entire music taste by that simple cheat code (laughs) but ultimately this lost to a song called galvanized by the chemical brothers and q-tip which i didn't remember so This one really stood out to me that I think Kylie needs her dance music flowers, you know? True. 
So this was nominated for a U.S. Grammy? Yep, yep, yep. Wow. I know, right? We don't, uh, here in the States, we don't give Kylie her her uh, accolades at the award shows a lot. I don't even remember this song getting any U.S. airplay. Yeah, I wonder if that's why ultimately it just didn't win at the Grammys. I don't know. The dance category for the U.S. is always a little weird because if it's not like a super poppy dance song, I don't think a lot of people are going to know unless they're into the dance scene, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but where's your where's your soft spot for this song? Just because it's one of those danceable ballads? It's just one of my favorite Kylie songs. And I think at the moment I got really hooked on the lyrics for some reason. And you know, everybody knows I'm not a lyrics gal. But there's this line in here where it's like, I don't believe that when you die, your presence isn't felt. And it's a really impactful line. Mm -hmm. All of the lines are the songs are just sort of different things. I believe in this. I believe in that. I don't or I don't believe this or that. But I believe in you. But actually, no, I don't know. It's just a perfect song, isn't it? Electro, pop, ballad. It really, really is. It really is. And it was made for her greatest hits compilation, Ultimate Kylie. I believe they made two mm-hmm. new songs for that album. And this was one of them. This gift that she gave to the universe. Wasn't the other one giving you up? The Xenomania one? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the one Adam picked when we had This Is Disco on and she was like, a giant in the music video. (laughs) That was the other one. Well, yes, I agree that should have won because I don't even know the song Galvanized by Chemical Brothers. I'm not even going to bother listening though, because I I just, let's just assume I would still pick Kylie. (laughs) I mean, we know that's the truth, isn't it? (laughs) Okay. So this next song is one of those where I was about to pick a different song, which by the way, was Feel Good Inc. by Gorillaz. I was getting ready to pick Feel Good Inc. as a song that was nominated for uh, Record of the Year at the 48th Grammy Awards. But I noticed on the same list of nominations that this song was alongside Feel Good Inc. And that's We Belong Together by Mariah Carey. How did this not win? And you want to know what won? Please. Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. I'm speechless. I'm actually speechless. And I'm I'm equally upset that Feel Good Inc. didn't win because I came to that list in search of, okay, what did Feel Good Inc. lose against? But I saw We Belong Together and I was like, no, I have to do that. This is the screaming, crying ballad that we all knew so well in high school. People of our age, people in our school. How about that? (laughs) Yes. You know, there's a specific person that we went to high school with that this reminds me of. She was obsessed with this song. And I just remember riding around and screaming this song. I mean, it's the ultimate Mariah Carey for me. Well, there's a bunch of ultimate. I wouldn't know. I want to retract. I want to retract that. It's the ultimate of this era for me. Oh, it's pretty high up there on all Mariah Carey's hits for me. Pretty high up. Oh, baby, baby. 
That's so fun to say. Do it. Give us an oh, baby, baby, Erin. Oh, baby, baby. Oh, beautiful. And doesn't that just feel good to say? Yeah. Think you're lonely <laughs> now. Wait a minute. This is too deep. That's a good part. That's my fave. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Little interpolation moment there. Ooh. Ooh. God, she goes so hard in the third verse for this or in that final chorus or whatever. Toward the end, she just starts scream singing and it just feels so passionate. Yeah, when she takes it up a notch, when she takes it up an octave, oh, that's yeah. when you know she's serious. The no one is prepared. just realized that in this music video the guy from d12 they sang shake that laffy taffy he's the officiator <laughs> i'm pretty sure that's who it is and then the guy the husband that she runs away from that she's about to marry is an actor who uh -huh. also played the villain or the man in Bitch better have that money by rihanna I guess Rihanna oh. plays the villain, but he plays the white man. No, I think she's right. No, Rihanna is right in doing what she does in that video. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so are you saying that this, We Belong Together, and I just to have my money live in a cinematic universe where yeah. it's the same man, and he just keeps doing women wrong? Yeah. Okay, wow. We really uncovered something here. We should explore this deeper. Well, I am so happy you brought this. Okay, good. I'm angry that either this or Feel Good Inc. didn't win that because really should have. Since we've already name drop both of our favorites, Shakira and Kylie, should we go ahead and name drop Utada and say she did a really amazing acoustic cover of Boulevard of Broken Dreams one time and it's my favorite version. And it's oh, I'm going to have to find that. Me. I don't think I've heard that. Oh my that. gosh. I think it's just online on videos, but it's literally, it's just her and I think a guitar and mwah, amazing. It's the ultimate version of Boulevard of Broken Dreams for me. <laughs> the only version. That's right. Well, uh, you know, I love to see Mariah. You really played to me with that, with that Mariah pick. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, we're just talking faves today, aren't we? Because yeah. I have another favorite friend of the pod here to talk about with my third pick. The weekend has had a weird relationship with the Grammys. <laughs> we all know. I almost brought him. I almost did. He doesn't submit anymore. He's over it. And I want to talk about what should have been the 2016 record of the year, Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd. Good one. She told me don't worry about it. She told me don't worry no more. We both know we can't go without it. She told me you'll never be alone. I can't feel my face when I'm I think I might lose some people with this opinion. The track that won 2016 Record of the Year at the Grammys was Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars. 
No. I don't like that song at all. I like it, but it doesn't touch this. I can't stand it. But it does not touch The weekend. Just laying it all out on this track. I loved this whole era. But I just remember hearing this after, you know, we've said over and over we're, we're a mixtape stands. I just remember hearing this and being so excited. It's like, oh, he's going to do it all. He can do it all and he should do it all. And I love this one. And I totally agree with you. It should have won. It should have won. I, Uptown Funk, it's fine, whatever. It's not for me. But this song is for everyone. And it is pop perfection. And one of my favorites, I think, of this era, especially. The year that Uptown Funk came out, I was sitting in the doctor's office in the little room waiting for the doctor to come in. And outside in the hallway, one of the nurses out there had Uptown Funk stuck in her head, but only the part that was like, don't believe me, just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. Oh, no. That was the only part she had. (laughs) (laughs) I waited in that room for about 30 or 40 minutes for the doctor to come in. And just listen to her repeat that over and over. It was intermittent. It was like every few minutes. (laughs) Don't believe me, just watch. (laughs) Some say she's still there, just saying that one line. I still do it sometimes to this day. Don't believe me, just watch. In memory of her. Yeah. (laughs) That's Ariana Grande. Yeah. Well, there's the weekend. Like I said, he has had some... (sighs) He doesn't submit anymore, right? So we're not going to get any snubs or nominations to the Grammys I'm okay with that. I've been t- I've been too. trying to tell you I don't pay attention to this stuff. This oh, these I don't pay attention to it while it's happening, but it's fun. Yeah, fun to know. All right, what's your third then? Would you be upset if I brought up Kelly Rowland again? <laughs> Never. This time it's in the form of Destiny's Child with "Say My Name." This didn't win. Why don't you say the things that you said to me yesterday? So at the 43rd Annual Grammy Awards, this song was nominated for Song of the Year, along with I Try by Macy Gray, Music by Madonna, and Bye 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 by NSYNC. Oh, what a year. Wow. Great year for music. And they all lost Record of the Year to, and Song of the Year, some of them, to Beautiful Day by U2. Uh, uh, I'm <laughs> Remember sorry? When- Do you want to double check that? That can't be right. That cannot be true, Erin. <laughs> Do you remember when you two were having that huge moment in like the early 2000s? Yeah, I was not I was not on board. No, they had that song called Elevation that was really fun. But um I just dissed I just dissed you two's entire career by that one statement. I I co-signed that actually. I co-signed that. I could actually name five U2 songs that I really like. But I, I'm not going to right now because we need to talk about <laughs> Destiny's Child. Say my name. Wow, what a ticket. Those songs are insane. I mean, I could have easily said, especially I Try by Macy Gray, music by Madonna. I was about to say, if you had picked I Try, that would have also been a really great pick. 
Well, wow. I mean, how to say my name, a classique like this that everyone knows, probably been sampled a million times at this point. Just an amazing, perfect song. Dark Child Na Na is here. How did this not win? Well, it won Best R&B Song. <laughs> it just oh, didn't God. win Record of the Year or Song of the Year. Okay. That's that shady thing that the Grammys would do sometimes. We won't get into it. Right, right. <laughs> Better people have talked about it than us, but yeah, <laughs> this should have. This is a pop classic. I mean, this is in the history books, right? Agreed. Speaking of songs where you just take one line and it gets stuck in your head, that was this one in middle school. Was it actually say my name or was it just yeah, 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 yeah? No, Jacob, you that's you. You're inserting <laughs> memories. <laughs> You don't remember being in school in middle school and everyone. It was like it was like a wildfire. I believe that. I say totally my believe name, that. say my name, everyone. And I mean everyone was walking around just going, Say my name, say my name. You know what? I do have a specific memory of us eating lunch in middle school and we would play this little game where we would pick the tune of a song and sing the ingredients of like a soda can or something. Oh that no, that was my game. That was your game. Yes, you were the you were the queen of that game. I remember doing it to this beat. (laughs) That's hilarious. Do it right now. Literally pick up. Oh, I don't have anything closest to you. I don't have anything. I have water. (laughs) Okay, fine. I'm gonna read the government warning on this spiked seltzer that I'm drinking to the tune of "Say My Name" by Destiny's Child. Government warning, according to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverage during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. That got dark. Consumption of alcoholic (laughs) beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. Bravo, you still got it, Erin. You still got it. (laughs) That might have been the darkest rendition we've ever done of that game. <laughs> but you still got it. I, I could have picked the water bottle, but what can I say? <laughs> well, there you go. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right. Are we, are we ready to move on from that to my last pick? It's time for your last pick. Okay. I think this one might surprise you and some others. Uh, it's another huge name. It's a Beyonce track, but it's actually in the best rock performance category of 2017 Grammys. And it is Don't Hurt Yourself, Beyonce and Jack White. So what was the competition here? Well, the song that won, I feel like won because of who it was. It was David Bowie, Black Star is the song that won. And I just feel because it was David Bowie, they just gave it to him. No shade to David Bowie. Amazing talent, amazing career. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Are you just shots fired? (laughs) If you go listen to that song, I don't think it should have won. Okay. Because Beyonce absolutely murdered this song. And it's such a different choice for her. 
I just love this I whole love album so actually. That's much about it. Yeah, this was all of the Lemonade album, her sixth album in 2016. This was a huge era for her. This was just so strong track after track. But this, it gives me Ring the Alarm vibes, which is one of my favorite Beyonce songs. And I just, she has this strength and soul in her voice that goes perfectly with Jack White's, you know, more rocky aesthetic and sound in this. I love it so much, Erin. Right. This is not my favorite Beyonce song, but I'm hearing you out. It's so gritty for her. Uh, It's so gritty. It's so just like emotional, the way she's singing it. And then I I also really love Jack White. I love his solo stuff. I love the White Stripes. So this... Pairing seems odd on paper, maybe, but it worked perfectly for this track. Interesting choice. Yeah, I knew it was a little out there, but um, it's one that I think we should talk about and highlight. I think it's such a cool moment for Beyonce. True. Also, it was performed at the On The Run tour, which we went to. Oh, shoot. I don't even remember that one. I mostly just remember Partition, to, to be honest, Ooh, yeah. and Haunted, and that's it. <laughs> the problem with remembering On The Run Tour is that it was so hype. Everyone's adrenaline was just flowing because it was all so good that I have a hard time actually remembering it. <laughs> True. Because that tour was just wild. And they did it the best way that you could possibly do a, a duo tour, which was like shortened songs, twice the songs, back and forth, back and forth. It was him, it was her, it was him, it was her, and everything perfectly transitioned. Everything was like mixed together. Yeah. It was so well done. So well done. Look at us. Like we're the ones to tell Beyonce and Jay-Z. Finally, they have our approval. Well done. That On the Road was a good tour. Finally, they've been waiting for us to say that. (laughs) All right, Erin, take us home. What is your final pick for these snubbed songs that should have won? I've got a good one. Let's go all the way back, all the way back to the beginning for an artist who has never really gotten the awards or accolades that she so deserves. And that's Britney with Baby One More Time. Oh, wow. talk about all of the Grammy snubs <laughs> across a pattern of about three years. First of all, this song itself, Baby One More Time, was nominated for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance, which okay. is a category that no longer exists. We don't break it down into gender anymore, I'm pretty sure. It's just vocal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it lost to I Will Remember You by Sarah McLaughlin. Okay. Very different vibes on those two. But both great vocal performances. Christina was also nominated for Genie in a Bottle. Madonna was also nominated for Beautiful Stranger. Sarah McLaughlin won. Now, that same year at the Grammys, she was nominated for Best New Artist. Um, She lost to Christina Aguilera, which is fine. Yeah, okay. That's fine. And the next year, 
Oops, I Did It Again was nominated for Best Pop Vocal Performance. And that didn't win? That lost to I Try by Macy Gray, which if we're talking vocals, okay. it's not so bad. But still, she's um, the album... Oops, I Did It Again, and the album Oops, I Did It Again was nominated for Best Pop Vocal Album. It lost against Steely Dan. Excuse me? Steely Dan. (laughs) The album, the Oops, I Did It Again album lost Best Pop Vocal Album to Steely Dan (sighs) that year. Well, uh, they need to go back in history and and <laughs> correct this. They need to just the next one. They need to have a moment of just the oops, we did it and fix this, fix this error. So that was 2000 Grammys, 2001 Grammys. Now let's talk about the 2003 Grammys, if we may. And she was nominated for Best Pop Vocal Album again with the Britney album. Mm-hmm. She lost to <laughs> Nora Jones. <laughs> Nora, you are up here messing up everybody, Nora. What are you doing? My dad had that album, and I really liked it for some reason. It was it was fine. <laughs> uh, listen to this: best female pop vocal performance, same Grammys. Overprotected was nominated, uh-huh. and which version do we know? Original. Okay, and it won. Congratulations. It lost again to. Don't Know Why by Nora Jones. Nora, 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 what are we going to do with you? Do you want to know what Britney song finally got her that Grammy? Oh, it has to be Toxic, right? Yes. It won okay. It won Best Thank Dance God. Recording in 2005. And that's it. That's the only Grammy, as far as I can tell, that she's ever won. That's criminal, Erin. I know. Womanizer also got nominated another year. It lost. But Toxic, that's her Grammy. That's Britney's that Grammy. That is absolutely criminal. I didn't know this. And now, like, I'm act- I'm angry. I'm sitting <laughs> angrily right now. I'm actually, like, moving my arms in angry manner talking to you about this right now. Yes. This is a little bit of pop fact that I just discovered in my research for all of this. So, that is a shame. Someone who has not gotten the accolades she deserves. And she was never taken seriously, honestly. She never, ever was. No, we take her seriously here. We love we and support do. and want the best for her. The general public, however, did not treat her well. Very true. Well, we give her all of her flowers and awards here at Hits Don't Lie Awards Show. Can I tell you, Slow by Kylie Minogue lost to Toxic. It was nominated that year. Best dance well, recording. I mean, they're both amazing. I think I would agree that Toxic should take it. I mean, it's not a fair fight because it's Toxic. It's one of the greatest pop songs of all time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and we love Slow by Kylie Minogue, but Toxic is like Mwah. ascended us into a new era or another dimension <laughs> or something of pop. Okay, well, let's descend down into the debate section, shall we? I guess I'm ready. (laughs) Well, can I start this time? You normally start, but can I start? I know. Yes, please. I just want to say, after that terrible history lesson of what the Grammys has done to Britney, baby one more time better be on this list. Let's do it. I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, I'm the, the songs that I'm iffy about, I... Like Don't Hurt Yourself by Beyonce. It's not top tier Beyonce for me. And A Thousand Miles, I like 
that Nora but Jones song. But do Aaron. I like that Nora Jones song. Well, let's put one of your pins in that, okay? Let's put one of your pins yeah. in that. I'm fine. I understand. Don't hurt yourself. I just liked to bring it because it was Beyonce in a rock category, and I thought she did a great job. I'm fine if that doesn't make the list, okay? I like your twist that you brought. I really do. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, one that I feel really strongly about is Can't Feel My Face, though. Okay. Remind me again what its nomination was. Record of the year in 2016, and it lost to Uptown Funk. Okay, yeah. Definitely should have won. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. What else are you feeling? We have Triple Destiny's Child here. We have DC. We have Beyonce. We have Kelly when Love's t- Love Takes Over. Uh, yeah, we have a lot, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing that won for Say My Name? What What else won? Beautiful Day by You Too. <laughs> Oh, come on. I forgot. I already blocked that out of my mind. I think Say My Name could go on this list easy. Yes. Thank you. It it is like a whole chapter in pop music history to me. Yes. So what else is there here? I Listen, I'm going to fight for a thousand miles so hard. I think if we're talking singer-songwriter, we're talking piano... I understand Nora Jones was having a moment. You told me that it was bonus points if we agree. You told me it was bonus points if we agree. Bonus points. Bonus points, yes. Not the whole point. Uh, So they mean nothing now. What do you mean? (laughs) They're bonus points. Okay. I don't have to tell a teacher what bonus points mean. Okay, okay, fine, fine. I get it. (laughs) What about We Belong Together? I do love it. And I, it was really snubbed, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. To to Green Day, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Oh, God. Yeah. I could and definitely Hall see that girl got nominated for that, too. But really? Yeah. I didn't think that Hall of Girl would have been nominated. Well, let's, I, I, let's put We Belong Together on here. It is a very strong, incredible song that is miles above that Green Day song. And we'll put a thousand miles. I, it's a very mild agreement. It's not a strong agreement. The angels in heaven are playing right now just for you, Aaron. I know. That's probably what you hear when you walk in the gates. Probably. I think you're right. Okay, so we have our songs now. Yeah, Baby One More Time, Can't Feel My Face, Say My Name. We belong together in a thousand miles. Let's put this in an order. It sounds like number five is pretty obvious from your standpoint. A thousand miles, right? Yes. Okay. I'm I'll, good. I'll I, if you're good that. with that, okay. The hard part here is that I really feel for Can't Feel My Face. The fact that he no longer is playing this game of the Grammys, that they did not give him this award for this amazing song, just brings up so many emotions in me. <laughs> So how high are you thinking you want Can't Feel My Face on this list? One or two. It's one or two in my heart. Yeah, we can put it as number two, just as a shout out to the fact that he's no longer in the Grammys game. But good for okay. him. And good neither for him. am I. We love that. And I we never was in it in the first place. <laughs> so how are we feeling about Baby One More Time, Say My Name, and We Belong Together then? They're also different. I- 
Well, I, you know, Jacob, you did this on purpose when you wrote down our placement, our song placement. I think you put it into a place that would make you happy, and it makes me happy too. Oh, I was just doing it by the order that we talked about them, but you know what? It makes me a little happy. I think we discussed them in a good order, because okay. the the list that we have that we just put down first looks good to me. Okay, I can live with this. I think we did a great job, Erin. Go ahead and read us out then. Okay. Our top five choices for songs that should have won an award, but they lost. <laughs> Number five, A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton, lost to Nora Jones. Number four, We Belong Together by Mariah Carey, which lost to Green Day which is a shame. Number three, Say My Name by Destiny's Child, which lost to you 2 which whatever. That was, that was not deserved. <laughs> Number two, Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd, lost to Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars. Shout out to The Weeknd for renouncing his name from the Grammys nominations in the future. And our number one song that should have won a, an award, Baby One More Time by Britney. Give her more credit. Give her all the Grammys, please. My loneliness is killing me. I must confess, I still believe. Congratulations, Brittany. You win all the awards here and we love you. We need to start mentioning her more on here because we don't and we should. Yeah. Maybe just a whole Brittany episode. Ooh. I have to think about somebody that we could invite on for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say, Erin, uh, did you have any honorable mentions after all of that research? <laughs> yes. I almost was really naughty and did entirely all of my songs from... It's not even an award. It's from the Pop Justice website, which is a music journalism, a pop journalism website. Um, he, the um, the writer and creator of Pop Justice, he does a 20 quid or 20 pound music prize every year mm -hmm. where the he nominates a bunch of songs and then he picks one pop song and sends that artist 20 pounds. And... <laughs> <laughs> In 2012, Power and Control by Marina and the Diamonds was nominated for the 20-pound music prize, but it lost to Will, a singer named Will Young. So oh, sad. Oh, wow. I mean, we love Marina here. That's one of her best songs, I think. It's so good. Sadly, she has not been nominated for enough stuff. I was going to go all in with Marina, but she just, again, hasn't Criminal. been given enough accolades. Well, I got one for us that I know we both love. Okay. 2009 Record of the Year nominee, Leona Lewis, Bleeding Love. Ooh. For what? For what award? 2009 Record of the Year. For what award show? Oh, Grammys.
lost to Please Read the Letter by Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. Okay. Yeah, that's what I said. That does sound like a Grammy pick. I guess so. I guess so. This this was also nominated for Best Female Pop Vocal Performance in Lost. And it was nominated for the Best British Single at the Brits and Lost to Shine by Take That. So all around, this song did not get the awards that it deserves. Because what a classic song. And I just love her voice and her power in this one. Mm. Beautiful song. Beautiful. Beautiful gowns, beautiful dresses. (laughs) If you know, you know. If you know, you know. But I love this one. I could, you could have easily thrown this in into the regular mix. I would have fought for it. I almost did, but I wanted that. I wanted that rock Beyonce moment. I just had to. Okay. I really felt that. I feel you. Well, just be glad I didn't do the entire episode based on the Pop Justice twenty pound music would have prize. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Erin. Do we have any mail that's worth talking about today? Ooh. Listen to that soothing sound. <laughs> we do. We got some really great comments from our listener, Andrew, on Instagram. He listened to our episode, Best Samples. He loved it. And he loved it. And he was also slash pop outrage. He said, Ooh. how could you forget Hung Up by Madonna? Okay. D- honestly, I did forget about Hung Up. He's right. Well, of course, I stand by my choices, but there's just too many, too many. And um, I love that song. I have this weird thing with Hung Up where I'm so loyal to ABBA that I have weird feelings about the (laughs) ABBA sample. This is why it's weird. I'm not against samples in music, so I don't know what it is. I think you talked before about you had a fear that this song would kind of re-own the sample. or Yeah, overshadows the better word. Gimme, gimme, gimme by ABBA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, I mean, it can be a valid fear, but I think they both live in the space beautifully. I think so too. I think so too. And then he also, I'm actually, when I first read this comment, I was mad at myself. And then I remembered why I didn't pick this. Glass Table Girls by The Weeknd, which is like one of my favorites. It's like, honestly, probably top three for me by The Weeknd. That samples, the guitar riff comes from Susie and the Banshee song, The Happy Hour. And I got really mad at myself. I didn't pick it. But then I remembered I chose the Aaliyah sample, same album or same era, rather. Instead, because I was just doing a nice little Aaliyah throwback there. So I I don't regret it anymore. But 
oh my gosh, you when I saw that suggestion, I was like, ah, <laughs> how could I not bring that? They're both great suggestions. This is why we love people bringing up songs that we miss because we can't think of everything. And it's so great to have a community where we're sharing songs for all these topics to kind of rediscover things or just learn little tidbits. So thank you so much, Andrew. And he also gave some really great feedback that I have taken on board already. He said, you guys should have played the original samples too. It would have been fun to hear the part that was sample because some are more obvious than others. Thank you for that. We had that conversation amongst ourselves, didn't we? We had that conversation. (laughs) Yes, I was getting ready to leave for a week. And we, I think we texted each other, like, are we doing the sample (laughs) clips in here? And the other was like, no. And I was like, I didn't have time because I had to pack my bags. But um, I fully agree. It would be even better if we had the samples in there. So by the time this episode is out, you can go back and I've already updated the episode with some little samples, some little short samples of the original songs to that episode just to make it even better. Yeah. So that episode will be re-uploaded with some of the original samples mixed in there. So thank you so much. And he, by the way, he doesn't live that far from me. Oh. But um, I'm visiting that city in like a month. So this might be the very first listener that I ever meet. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, Well, I just want to send out, this challenge was difficult for both of us. It took some research. I just want to send out a personal challenge to all of our listeners to send us some for this topic. It's not going to be off the top of your head, probably. I mean, maybe. If it is, let us know. But go and look it up. Do what Aaron did and do what Aaron did and, you know, just pick your favorite songs and see if they got snubbed. I just a personal challenge. I dare people to send us some songs for this. Well, um, are you ready for the next topic? I am. I am. Okay. So it's time for the wheel. The, the wheel, wheel of, of death. death. Oh, I'm so glad you're pulling the wheel back out. That's right. So in case you haven't been listening or you missed a couple of episodes where I mentioned the wheel of death, I have plugged in all of my potential topics for 2023 into this little wheel and I'm going to spin it and it decides the next topic. And even more exciting, some of the options trigger a second wheel, which has already happened. (laughs) But here we go. Oh, Jacob. (laughs) Our next topic is best Bond theme. No, we aren't ready, Erin. We might seriously need someone to keep us from fighting on this episode. We might have to invite someone to keep us from going at each other's throats for this one. I can't help it. The wheel gave it. We're doing it. And I don't want to hear anything about it being too hard. I just got real nervous. I don't want to hear one word about it being too hard. We're going to do best Bond themes. Oh, my God. We're going to need to, like, do this during arbitration or something. Like, we're going to need some sort of person 
I don't know what we're going to need. We'll do our best. We're obviously spanning the decades here because typically we're doing millennial pop, but this one... They're timeless. Bond themes are timeless anyway. This is a totally open topic as far as decade, which we don't ever do really. So this is kind of going to be a unique one for us. And loyal listeners know that we already had a little spat about this. We did, yeah. Several episodes ago. Uh, Several? But a whole topic. A couple of years ago. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> a whole topic of it is going to be incredible. I can't wait, but I'm so nervous. I'm excited to... Um, my passions have softened a lot since that best <laughs> movie theme song episode. Uh, you guys can go check it out. Maybe we'll post it too so people can go back and listen. Mm-hmm. But um, and and my opinions about actual Bond theme songs have changed since that day. So oh, okay, it okay. will be interesting. Do not come into this expecting I'm going to bring the same opinions. Ooh, yeah, she's a new woman. That's right, and it doesn't have to be the main theme song. If there are other good songs that were made for James Bond that wasn't like the movie's main theme, which mm-hmm. I think sometimes happens, go for it. Okay, it's going to be a good one. Okay. Well, guys, stick around so you can be here for the most epic battle of 2023 on this podcast, (laughs) Best Bond Themes. And if you want to find us on the internet, we're at Hits Don't Lie Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Jacob's mostly the one that writes on Twitter, and I'm on the Instagram if you ever wonder who you're talking to when you actually send us stuff. Mm-hmm. And we also have an email address. It's hitsdontlypod at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, $4 a month. You can join up, get some extra fun episodes in there. So, what else? Uh, we have the Patreon link, patreon.com slash hitsdontlypod. And we have some really fun stuff planned for Patreon coming up. I'm, always. We, we, we always have some fun stuff, but we have some <laughs> extra remix kind of things happening over on Patreon in the next couple months. So get in now. Yeah, that's true. We are, we're flipping the Patreon soon. So if you want to get in now, please mm-hmm. go right ahead. Mm-hmm. And we'll be announcing those changes in a couple months. We're making it better. Yes. And, you know, tell a friend about this podcast if you love us. Go and rate us on anything that you uh, listen to that has a rating, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, and come back for the epic battle that will be the Bond (laughs) Themes episodes. I say just keep commenting because I love those comments. Please. I love hearing what people say back to us after each episode. So thank you guys so much. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. You're all award winners to us, okay? You're not snubbed <laughs> yes. at this Grammys, okay? That's bye. Right. Bye. Why did I like actually wave when I said bye? <laughs> Into it. <laughs>